Let's go to the book of Ephesians, shall we? Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians 3. And um, I've been working away on this series for a while now. And on purpose, intentionally taking our time. Ephesians chapter 3. We're going to read verse 20 and 21. Now to him. Let's say it together. Now to him. Who is able? You glad he's able? He's able to do the exceedingly and the abundantly above all that we ask or think. According to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ to all generations, forever and ever. Amen. We're going to talk on this topic this morning, above and beyond. Father, we love you and we thank you for your word that's forever settled in heaven. I pray, Father, you speak to our hearts today. I pray, Father, that this word will find a lodging in our hearts and our spirits. And we give you thanks and we give you praise in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Now, we've been on this journey for the last number of weeks. And sometimes when you get reading this chapter, you sort of um, you get caught up in the reading and forget the context of this reading. And if you remember from verse 14 to the end of the chapter, this is a prayer that Paul is praying over the church. This is a prayer that he's praying over the churches. This is a prayer that you and I can pray over our personal families, over ourselves, and over our church families, not only this one, but across the regions. And Paul is praying this extreme, confident, bold prayer. And this bold prayer, I, I love how he starts it out. If you go back to verse 14, it says, For this reason I now Bow my knees. He's determined that this bold prayer, if he steps out with boldness, God's going to respond with power. Okay, I'll say that again for somebody that may believe this out there. If we pray for boldness, our God will respond with power. Amen? He will respond, but we got to pray some bold prayers. And a lot of times when you and I pray, we take off like a helicopter and we land softly. But this prayer, Paul takes off and he just keeps going higher and higher and higher. You think he's about fixing to land the plane, but just about the time the prayer is done. He says, now you know what? Now unto him, just one more shot, one more thrust. Now unto him who is able. Are you glad your God's able? I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what you have need of. But I can tell you whatever it is, your God, your God, your God, your God is able. I'm priming the pump and I'll get some of you wound up here in a little bit and believe in what this word says. Carry on. I believe this, the bolder our prayers get, we'll win more battles. The bolder that your prayers get, you win more battles. Enough of this prayer. I'm going to give you a challenge this morning. Enough of this prayer. Oh, God, if you find time. Oh, God, if you see it be your will. Oh, God, if you see fit for you to do this and fit for you to do that. That's not the God you and I serve. Amen? 
That's not the God that Paul's talking about and talking to and praying for you on, to him on our behalf. He says, you know what? This God I'm talking about is powerful. This God we're talking about is amazing. This God we're talking about is exceedingly and abundantly. This God I'm talking about, he can do anything beyond even your crazy imagination. Amen? Number one this morning, God is able. Let's say it together. God is able. Amen? 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that always have an all sufficiency. Do you see any lack thereof in this verse? No, I don't and neither can you. In everything you may have an abundance for every good deed. My God is not running his tank on E or when the little light shines up says you got 50 kilometers to make her. My car, when I'm driving and the little light pops up, then my little screen says, if you push this button, you'll find the nearest gas station. I know some Christians, you need to push that button. Enough of us just getting by on a little bit of grace and a little bit of authority and a little bit of power and a little bit of fire. We're talking about a God who is able, who is able. I don't know what you're praying about, and I don't know what you're praying for, and I don't know what you're praying into, but I'm telling somebody out there today, as simple as it gets, your God is able. Amen. He'll make all grace abound. God, I'm struggling in grace, and I'm struggling in forgiveness, and I'm struggling to believe. My God is able to make it all abound and make a sufficient and abundance for every good thing. Romans 4 and 21. And being fully assured that what God had promised, he was able to perform. Amen? He'll show up. And he's able to get her done. You ever have some people show up to work and you wonder if they'll ever get it done? I think sometimes they wonder themselves. When God shows up to the job, he's able to get her done. He shows up to a sickness. Sickness has to go. When he shows up to cancer, cancer has to go. When he shows up to anxiety, anxiety has to go. When he shows up to drug addiction, drug addiction has to go. Because when God starts a job, he gets it done. He gets it done. He gets it done. Amen? I remember working on the farm as a little guy. Some of you saw the picture that I fired on a Facebook a few weeks ago. But I was taught on the farm, when you start a job, you finish it. Amen? When we work in God's vineyard, let's finish that which we started. Let's follow after the heart of the Father. And let us finish that which we started. And he will enable us to get that done. Numbers 13 and 30. Here's another one. I'm glad we serve a God who is able. Then Caleb quieted all the people down. Now understand, he had to shut them up. Because there'd be negative Nellies. We can't do that. We've never done it that way. We're just little old people just barely getting by. They forgot they were just hauled out of Egypt miraculously. We can't do that. I know this church would never talk such kind of talk. We're just like, yeah, we're going to get her done. But he had to hush them. Just a word to the wise. If you have a negative word in your mind about the God of the God can'ts, shut it up and shut it down and kick it out in Jesus' name as soon as possible. And I tell you why. If it's a negative word, I can promise right now God never put it in your head. Amen? 
He shut them up. He settled them down. He quiet. Now, we're not talking five people. We're not talking 80 people. We're not. It's like sometimes before we could, you know, we, we, we was allowed to go shake hands and all that stuff there about 15 years ago. <laughs> and, I, and I have to bring everybody back. It was like herding cats. We're talking about 2.6 million people. And I had to quiet them down. And Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. Amen? We are well. He had this, he had the zeal, this fire that you know what? God said it, and God promised that we are well able because God has empowered us and made us able to overcome it. I don't know what you're facing that may look like a giant today, but I'm telling you right now, God is able. He's able to do the exceedingly and the abundantly. That's a lot. Amen? First Peter 1 and 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy has caused us to be born again to the living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. That is the exceedingly abundantly. Whoever dreamed that this boy that was born in a manger, that was raised as a son of a carpenter, that would blow the minds of the leaders and the rabbis and the Sadducees and the Pharisees at the age 12, that this Christ would allow himself to go on the cross and come back from the empty grave to have us born again. Folks, I'm telling you that is the exceedingly abundantly John chapter 10 verse 10 the thief comes only to steal kill and destroy I come that you may have life and have it I'm talking about a God who did the exceedingly abundantly amen he's not a God you'll never find this in scripture never find this in any of the 66 books you'll never find he's not the God of the barely get by Hello. Well, I'm just barely making her. Sweet by and by. That's not the God we're talking about. God, we're talking about Paul says now unto him that is able. He's able to do the exceedingly and the abundantly. Amen. First Peter 1 and 2, according to the foreknowledge of God, the Father, by the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit to obey Jesus and be sprinkled with his blood, may grace and peace be yours in the fullest measure. Amen? How can you do this? You can't do this on your own. Amen? You cannot do this by just power of positive thinking. That will get you a couple days, but that's about all you're going to do. But how do you get to the exceedingly and the abundantly lifestyle? By the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. For as it is written in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, things which eyes has not seen and ears have not heard, they have not entered into the heart of man. All that God has prepared for those who love him. Amen. Who here's got a good imagination? The rest of you just plumb boring, I understand. God rest his soul, one of the guys that probably had the most craziest imaginations I ever met was Sandy McGaw. 
he would sit there in his seat and he would find a solution to whatever challenge may have presented himself in the grads that day. He would weld it. He would fix it. He would YouTube it. He would take it apart and put it back together again. He would figure it out. Imagination just like crazy. Now, I don't know where your imagination is today, but my Bible says that as crazy as our thinker is, God's above that. He can do stuff you haven't even drummed up. Someone said, that's kind of a scary thought. Guess what? He'll do stuff here that hasn't even crept into your mind. And I tell you why sometimes that happens is we belittle ourselves. We belittle ourselves. And I want you to catch this this morning. When we belittle ourselves, we belittle the power of God. When we say and talk ourselves out of a power moment, out of a miracle, out of a revival, out of breakthrough, we're not telling us we can't do it. We're telling God he can't do it. They will prove it. Okay, I will. He goes on to say this. He's able, ever say he's able, to the exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that what? Works in us. Well, how come we don't got the signs and the miracles and the wonders and revival of yesteryear? How much is going on inside of you? Boys, is quiet. God has not changed one iota. Amen? God hasn't budged one little bit. But I assure you that God is able to do all that he longs to do and wants to do and is set up to do. But there is a contingent. It is predicated on one reality. It's not an external force waiting to come and hit you upside the head. It is a well that wants to spring forth and come out of your mouth. Okay, I'll say that again. I'm not waiting for a force to come and hit you upside of the head. He's waiting for a well, a well, a well, a full water to spring forth out of the mouth of the church. I, we, we sit around and say, oh, God, come, oh, God, come. God says, I already did 30 years ago and I saved your sorry heart. Oh, God, show up, show up, show up. God's like, I'm already showed up. I'm dwelling in there. I've been living here a long time, but it's time for you to call my name. It's time for you to knock on my door. It's time to speak out my word. I'm already doing all the dwelling. Glory to God. Let that be a revelation to you today. Let that be a stirring in your heart today. Wherever you are at today, in person or online, that you know what, God, that's why he said, according, according to the power of God that resides inside of you. Why could Jeremiah not quit? He said, I tried every stunt in the book to quit, but there was like a fire shut up in my bones. I was weary of forbearing. Why? He knew that greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. That's why. You get discouraged, the world will take the air to your tank. The world will get you down, but there's something greater. There's resurrection, grave, empty, and power residing on the inside of your heart and mind. Woo! According to the power, that word power there, if you check it out, it's the same word in Acts 1 and 8, deutibus, energy, authority. According to the power, you all have dynamite power. 
You all have the energy. I'm still trying to find my energy. There's enough grave, empty, and power in this room to turn this county inside out for the cause of Jesus Christ. There's enough grave, empty, and power just like Ezekiel cried out in 37 to empty that old valley of dry bones and get it living again. There's enough grave, empty, and power to turn your bad day into a good one. There's enough grave, empty, and power to take 100 food boxes to people's home this weekend and show them there's still hope. There's still hope. There's still hope. Glory to the living God. You with me so far? I'm talking about the God who wants to do and longs to do the above and the beyond. I tell you what I do like. I like going to work with employees and team members that go above and beyond. Feels good, doesn't it? I used to hire guys on the farm, and they couldn't see work if it hit them upside the head three ways a Sunday. You ever been there? There's bills of hay to pick up, and there's... Uh, a tractor that the oil needs changed, and there's a stall that needs cleaned out, and they just walk right by like he don't even exist. But then you hire the next one, and they see the work. They see the work. They see the work. Oh, you don't have to do that. They're going above and beyond. They're going above and beyond. They're going above and beyond. And you give them a pat on the back and you give them a raise and you keep them there and sustain them. Well, guess what? The God that you and I serve, he shows up and he sees more work than you and I will ever see. He sees more opportunities than you and I will ever lay eyes on. He goes above and beyond 24-7 even when we don't give him the credit. Even when he doesn't get a pat on the back. He's a God that protected you from hitting that deer this week. He's a God that paid some of your bills. He's a God that kept your job. He's a God that gave you a promotion. He's a God that kept you healthy and safe. He's a Psalms 91 God that keeps his hand on his kids. Glory to God. He's a God that said, you know what, you may get a cancer report a few weeks ago, but you're doing fine. He's a God that says, you got a cancer report a few weeks ago, but you're going to be all right. He's a God that says, you know what, you may have to go for an operation, but when the doctors show up to do the operation, the organ was already gone. Amen. We prayed a prayer right here just a few weeks ago now for a lady in the Dominican, right, Mary? We prayed for a lady in the Dominican just a few weeks ago right here at this altar. And the doctor said, you got to get that operated on. That's got to get out of you. we got to take that out. And while well, the doctors went to operate on this little lady, they looked down, and there was no organ to get out. It was already gone. The exceedingly and the abundantly. The exceedingly and the abundantly. Above all we could ever ask or think. According. According to the power of God. Is within you. He couldn't have said it any more clearly. Remember this. This is where the context of church government was set in place. God will not override the church. He will flow through the church. Are you with me so far? There's going to come a time and a place when this dispensation of grace is going to come to an end and it's going to switch gears. But that's not right now. And he will not override that which he has set in place for the church to do. He will not do the work of the church. Are you with me so far? He will flow through the church. He will flow through the church. He's the head. 
He's got government. He will flow through the church. That's why it says we're all knitly together, joined and knit together. He brings us together, and he'll flow through the church. And yes, could God override the human will? Could he override the church and do whatever he wants? He can do whatever he wants. But how would he get the glory? I got you thinking now, don't I? Some of us are held back, not by the hand and the authority and the power of God. But we've taken this God of the universe, this God of all healing and power and resurrection and salvation, and we put God in a tiny little box. But inside of us, understand the words that he has said about you and I. Greater is he that is in you than is in the world. When he says, I'll do all these things, and I'll bring these things about. When he says, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, and it will quicken your mortal body. Understand, he believes in you and I that much. God himself, through Jesus Christ, believed in the church that much that the whole world would be reached through the human being preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. How do we know? Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. You know what, folks? God could override the church, but he chose to use the church as a family. And I believe in this moment, in this season right now, and I've said this a hundred times, and this will be maybe the hundred first time I'll say it, and I probably will say it all the more. But for 30 to 50 years in Charlotte County, we've heard about the God of the God cans. But I'm telling you today about the God that can do. I can do. I am able. I will overcome. I will rise above it all. We're going to get it done in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 10. I'm just about done. But if Christ is in you, then even through your body is subject to death because of sin. The Spirit gives life because of righteousness. We were dead. We were a mess. We were on our way to the grave and not coming back. But the Spirit, capital S, gives life. You know what this county needs? Life. I'm going to take a step further. I'll tell you what our churches need. Life. 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 And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead, check it out now, is living in you. If that be the case, and if you understand how the book of Romans was written, it was like... As a matter of fact, the Spirit of Christ that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. It will give your mortal bodies because of the Spirit who lives in you. The reason you and I have life today and authority today and power today is because the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is a living in you. Above and beyond. It's Palm Sunday. Who ever thought that this young carpenter
who made himself no reputation. He was a guy that broke every cultural barrier there was. He's talking at the Bible study on Thursday afternoon about this Jesus who broke every barrier. Who went to a well at noonday when he shouldn't have went because that was when the women folk were supposed to go. He sat down at the well and there came a Samaritan woman. And that was a major no-no for a Jew to speak to a Samaritan, let alone a male Jew speak to a female Samaritan. Bad news all the way around town. And believe you me, those towns are small. We were there just a couple of years ago. Those are very small towns. How many knows word travels fast in small towns? And when bad words happen, it travels extremely light speed fast. But when something good happens, you got to repeat it about 30 times to get the word out. What was the word over this man that was going above and beyond? Pow. You know what he is? He's a friend of a sinner and a Republican. Tax collector. Who is this guy? Who was this guy running around town forgiving sins? Who was this guy that every time they get hurt and they hurt him, he goes back and forgives them anyway? And every morning when Jesus got out of bed, I can't help but think, the only thinking in his mind and his heart was above and beyond. Above and beyond. Above and beyond, who can I take with me? They're flying about here, but by the time I'm done with them today, they're flying above and beyond. Who can I give a revelation to today at St. Croix Christian Center? Who online can I give a revelation to today that you're flying with the crows, but by the time Christ Almighty is done with you, you'll fly with the eagles above and beyond. He's calling for the church right now to set a culture of thinking and prayer and fasting and worship into the realm of the exceeding and the abundant. Or you could get negative, Nelly. Or you could get down over this, discouraged over something else. But the Holy Spirit right now, in this closing days of time, is calling for the church to go to the exceeding and the abundant. We need a, a few young people. To rise up to the occasion. We need a few Caleb's. We need a few Caleb's to rise up and say, you know what? Hush, you negative Nelly. Hush, you naysayer. Hush, we're going to settle that lying spirit down, that negative spirit down right now in Jesus' name. And we're, you know what? We're going to be able to. We're going to go and we're going to take this country over. We're going to take this county. Oh, it's been preached over for hundreds of years. We've had a revival and we've had this. But oh, the church has been hit with this and the church has been hit with that. I tell you what the church needs to be hit with. Awakening of the power of the Holy Spirit that is within us. I believe with all my heart we're going to overcome. We're going to overcome that spirit of addiction, that spirit of manipulation, that spirit of religion, that spirit of Jezebel, that spirit of lying and manipulation, all that junk that goes with it. We're going to overcome all that stuff. I'm talking and I pray I'm talking to believers out there today that says, you know what, we're going above and we're going beyond. In Jesus' name. He rides through town. They're waving the palm branches. 
Hail, King of the Jews. Hail, King of the Jews. Hail, King of the Jews on this untamed donkey. Only thing going through his head is above and beyond. Above and beyond. Above and beyond. I'm going to take these people. I'm going to die on the cross. And I'm looking at them for the joy that was set before me. I'm going to take their heart. I'm going to take their sin. Little do they know I'm taking their sin. And I'm nailing it to the cross. Little do they know that the religion that's holding them back. I'm nailing that to the cross. These people that are waving the palm branches up and down. They don't even understand what they're saying about the King of Kings. And the Lord of Lords. I'm telling them that all power in heaven and earth is in that name of Jesus. And there's no other. There's no other name. Give it to men whereby we must be saved. I'm going to drive by this untamed donkey today and while they're just waving palm branches I'm saying I'm taking this people I'm taking this nation I'm taking this world and I'm taking it above and beyond. People out there today that have been bogged down and buried down and chained down by sin and corruption the Holy Spirit will sweep across this county and take them above and beyond. What's got you weighted down? What's got you all chained up? What's got you held back? What's got you bound up and shut up and tied up and discouraged down in the whole nine yards? I don't know what that thing is, but I'm telling somebody today and the authority of the Word of God that according to the power of the Holy Spirit that resides in you, He's fixing to do the exceedingly and the abundantly. This will be a revelation. As the word is given out, may it be a revelation to someone's heart and someone's spirit. Now check this out as I finish up this morning. According to the power that works in us. Two key words, works. It's one thing to show up to work, but I'm glad we works at work. You with me so far? We've all been in those employment situations where a worker shows up and the worker, all they're doing is taking up space. But this worker shows up and he's working. Works. The Holy Spirit works. He works full time, not 40 hours a week, not a few moments of time, but he's working. He's on the job site. Works, 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 works. The Holy Spirit works on our behalf in the church. That's why Paul said, not just within me, but the church, the Holy Spirit works. Understand that the Holy Spirit of God right now, while we're sitting here and some of us are still fighting sleep, the Holy Spirit is at work and He's working. Say, believe me, believe me, believe me. Take my word, take my word, take my word. I am working on your behalf. While you're sitting in your seat today, God's working on your kid's behalf. While you're sitting in your seat today, the Holy Spirit works, 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 works every time. And I love how he finals it up. He doesn't say, well, according to me, I'm an apostle. I'm called of God, a prisoner of Christ. He said, no, no, as for me, I'm, the, I'm just the little guy on the bottom rung. But he goes according to us. This writer penning these words from a prison cell. 
What he's saying, he said, you know what? I'm believing in you. 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 I'm believing in the church. The church. The Holy Spirit works in the church. The Holy Spirit works in the church. He works in our worship. He works in our prayer. When technology doesn't work great, absolutely. Even when the lights don't work great, absolutely. Even when a camera may malfunction, absolutely. Because the Holy Spirit works. It works every time. There's never a malfunction in the power of the Word of God and the Holy Spirit. It is continually at work. Work in us. To him be all glory again. Where? To him be all glory in the church. Sometimes we forget how powerful the church is and how much God believes in the church. Woo. <laughs> glory to God. Glory to God. Before we worship, before we pray this morning, I want you to think and meditate on this reality right now. That while you are here right now, the Holy Spirit works in us. Stirring. Bringing back to remembrance those things that you studied. Bringing those gifts into a manifestation. Bringing that ability and that talent into a manifestation. Stirring that gift of faith that is within you. Words, words, words. He's always stirring the pot. He's always moving and shaking and making something happen in us. In us. In us. You say, well, uh, God, I think he forgot it. But no, 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 no. He's deep inside. He's at work. He's working. He's working her up. He's working in us. Well, I just thought that I got saved and I'm waiting for the trumpet to sound and the shout to come and I'm going to fly and meet him in the air. Oh, that's going to happen one of these days, honey. But in the interim, he's at work. He's not sitting around. He's not on the EI program. He's not on the COVID program. He's on the works program. He's working it up. 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 He's working on your behalf. He's working on your behalf. He's reached out to your families. He's getting a hold of the chucks. He's getting a hold of the Patrick. He's getting a hold of the bills. He's getting a hold of those ones out there that need. He is working. He's working. He never shuts off. He never shuts up. He never quits. He never leaves. He never leaves you dying. He never leaves you alone. He's at work. 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 Work, 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 work. So he that began a good work, he that began a good work, he that began a good work, he will not leave it undone. He will not leave it unfinished. He will complete that which he started. And he will reach whoever he's got to. If somebody says, well, that pushed the plow long enough, I promise you this, he'll find someone else to push that plow. He won't walk away from the vineyard. He'll leave the 99 to find that one who's with him. Who's with him? Says, you know what? He's in us. 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 Greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. I'm talking about a God of grave emptying power. Woo. My soul. Works. Works. I'm just giving it to you as it's given to me about now. 
May I submit to you today to relax a little bit on being hard on yourself and leaning on your own works and actually say, Holy Spirit, you do the work. I'll take the Holy Spirit on as a Sabbath of my spirit. I was dealing with something the other day that was rather challenging and complicated. And I looked at the person I was talking to and I said, despite this, i got to be honest with you, I have a radical, radical peace. Because somewhere along the journey we've learned, that you know what, I really believe. I'm just stubborn enough to believe it. Or I, if, I, if I didn't believe this, I sure wouldn't stand behind this desk and talk about it. But I am firmly convinced and believe with all my heart that 24-7, 365 days a year, the Holy Spirit is at work. He is at work. He is at work. He's at work. That's why he said, come unto me, you that are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. I'll give you heart. I'll give you peace. I'll give you comfort. You know what? My, my birds, they're, they're easy. My yoke is easy. It's going to be okay, but you got to come to me. And let me work. Let me work. And I'll say this before we go. If you're fighting that, you just got to say, I bind the spirit of religion right now in Jesus' name. Because the spirit of religion will put a burden on your spirit that you think you've got to do all the work. And that is a lie from the pit of hell. A revelation right now across this auditorium and across the airwaves that the Holy Spirit right now is at work. At work. At work. Father, I pray right now in this auditorium and I pray for those that are watching online that there be a revelation that says, you know what, unto Him that my God is able to do. He is a doer. He's exceedingly. He's abundantly. He's above all that stuff. He's in all. He's through all. The above and beyond is within him. The season of above and beyond is going on right now in this region. My God is the doer. He's doing abundant, abundant, abundant beyond we could ever ask or think. And may the Holy Spirit do a stirring within the body of Christ. The one that never sleeps nor slumbers works. As we all stand together this morning and prepare our hearts to receive. To all generations. The Holy Spirit is at work in our kids. All generations. Our Holy Spirit... Is in the work of our young adults, all generations. Middle-agers, seniors, all generations. Now the opportunity is up to us. As we go into worship right now, I want you somebody to say, you know what? I'm going to step up to the plate and believe God. There's people that have given up praying over certain situations and things in their life because they really believed that God's walked away and forgot about it. But I'm telling you right now, that's a lie. 
If you could only step inside the mind and the heart of the Father for just two or three minutes and see what's going on on the inside of His mind, it would blow your mind. But just to get a revelation of the works, He works in us. He works in us. I promise you, the word that you heard today has gone into your mind, gone into your heart, and it's going to work. It's going to work. And it works in us. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let's begin to worship and get our hearts ready now to receive that which he's about to pour out. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.
Jesus name. Give it all. For from you are all things, and to you are all things, because you deserve the glory. You are worthy, Jesus. You're worthy of it all. We lay it down, Jesus. Jesus. God, you're worthy of it all. Jesus' name. Because from you are all things, and to you are all things. You deserve the glory. I'm believing God this morning. Some of you have been sitting on problems and situations and challenges. I'm still a firm believer in the altar. I'm a firm believer that when you step out of the boat, God honors that and He'll allow you to go beyond the laws of physics and buoyancy, the laws of common sense even, the laws of reason. And He steps you into a realm with the divine physics of God that says the exceedingly and the abundantly. He'll step into a realm, you know what, He says, I put the laws of physics in place for the benefit of you more so than the benefit of me. And we're going to step into a realm now of the divine. I'm going to put you in a place where the paper can say this and the report can say that and the bank accounts can say this and logic can say that. But now you're stepping into God's zone. You're stepping into the great emptying zone. You're stepping above beyond. Now you're getting into God's way of thinking. And he's saying, come. And I just challenge you to form a line right here in front of me. And we're just going to pray from one side of this room to the other. And we're going to believe God because he's above and beyond he is above and beyond he's above and beyond he's above and beyond he's above and beyond he's above and beyond and he wants to take us there with him above and beyond that's why you are seated in heavenly places that's why you're sealed by the holy spirit that's why you're washed in the blood of the lamb that's why he brings you out and counts you as righteous that's why he puts you in a place where angels that encampeth around them will host and be around about you and protect you. Just spread right out if you would as more people come up to the altar. There's all kinds of square footage. It's all right. Come on up, somebody. You've given up and you walked away and you called it a day by the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is working. He's working. He's working. He's working. We're not working something up. He's already at work. He's already working inside of us. He's already ready to cry out, It is finished. Jesus name in Jesus name and I'll be that young Caleb and I'll say you know what folks we are able we are able we are able to touch that bad back we're able to touch that organ that's not operating right we're able to touch those hips we're able to touch that mental health problem we're able to reach down into a bank account we're able to touch a car and keep it on working a little longer than it ought to we're going to keep the bills paid and food in the cupboard we're going to give you a job when you shouldn't have one you're going to get a promotion when you don't even got the degree we're giving you a hand of God and the favor of God. We're giving you revival when all the religious naysayers said no. We're saying revival, 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 revival. Fill this house in Jesus' name. I'm just going to go from one side to the other and we're going to believe God for good things. Amen. Are you with me this morning? God's with us. I guarantee you that right now. <laughs> Amen. Let's go. Let's go in Jesus' name.
Glory to the living God. Glory to the living God. Glory to the living God. Holy Spirit at work within us. The Holy Spirit works within us. Believe with all my heart there's a revelation coming to this church. To the church, there's a revelation of coming. How much the Holy Spirit believes in us. How much the Holy Spirit trusts us. And how confident He is in His Word. Amen. He'll stand on that Word and it won't come back empty-handed ever. And to think, to think of this, that you and I have a part to play in the exceedingly and the abundantly algorithms. When you give a good word of God to somebody else, you may be the reason why they're getting the exceedingly and the abundantly because you chose to give away that which God's given you. He's not just at work in us to make us feel good, but He's at work inside of us to make sure that the needs beside you are met. Five loaves and two fishes proved that reality. He blessed it. He broke it. He gave it, but as they gave it out, it never ran out. It never ran out. It never ran out. It was blessed in their hands. It was blessed in their hands. Abundance hit their hands. Oh, my. Oh, my. They're not just hand boxes we're giving out. We're giving out exceedingly and abundantly. We're giving out favor. We're giving out favor, Alibaba. We're giving out favor, Tammy. We're giving out favor across bond. I just speak over you right now. <laughs> Jesus' name, he'll put a smile on your face. He'll put favor in your spirit. He's going to put joy, the joy of Rabboshai, the joy of the Lord be your strength. And you know what? Your, your tongue's going to get loose, and you're going to get right in songs. You're going to get right in songs. Those melodies as you're driving from Bonnie River to work every day are going to come out of you. And it's not just little songs, but those are songs that will break down walls and break down white barriers and pull down barriers in Jesus' name and demonic strongholds in Jesus' name. He will set your tongue free. He'll set your husband free. He'll set your family free. He'll set your heart free. You were a bondage breaker. He'll break every wall asunder in the name of the Lord Jesus. Glory to the living God. My soul. Man. He's at work. He's at work. Glory. Glory. Holy smokes, I feel it this morning. Glory to the living God. There's a little girl back there. She's just doing this because she can hardly sit still. You know why? It's not because she's rambunctious, but the Holy Spirit's at work. Glory. 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 My soul. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Let the
Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that works in us. We thank you for the church. We thank you for your anointed word of the living God. We thank you, Father, your change in the atmosphere. Not only in these buildings we call church houses, but your change in the atmosphere of our thinking. That we're serving a God. That we're serving a God that is able to do the exceeding and the abundant. We serve a God who is Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We're serving a God of all generations. We're serving a healer and a savior and a grave emptier. We're serving a God of the Redeemer. We're serving a God of the redemption. We're serving a God of faith. We're serving a God of the abundance. We're serving a God of favor. We're serving a God of healing and restoration and forgiving and loving. We serve a God who sits on the circle of the earth and smiles over the churches and says, my favor, my favor, my favor is upon you. We will commit to taking this to the highways and the byways of this county. We commit to taking this to social media. We commit to taking this to our tables at home. We take it to our children. We take it to our loved ones. We take this living word of God that is alive and that is active. And we stand on it and believe on it. And say, this is my authority for abundant living. Jesus' name. Glory to the living God. Go find somebody this week and before a good Friday, give them a good week. We're going to fill this place next Sunday morning twice. Nine, 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 I don't know what time it is. Nine thirty and eleven o'clock, we're going to fill this place up next Sunday. Amen. Nine thirty and eleven o'clock, we're going to fill her up. And we will be filled. We love you. God bless you like crazy. Thanks for joining us online today. We love you too. God bless you in Jesus' name. Have an amazing week. Amen.